Welcome to Fit Chicks Chat. We know that you're here because you love everything there is to do with fitness, nutrition, wellness, just like us. And today's episode, we'll be diving deep into holistic health and nutrition. Now, before we get into the episode, we just want to remind you that our holistic nutrition weight loss coaching certification is beginning on February 7th. So if you've been considering joining our certification program, if you've been looking at and thinking about getting certified as a holistic health coach, make sure you go to fitchicksacademy.com to learn more, download our brochure, as well as to enroll. At the end of today's episode, we'll also be sharing a graduate's point of view. So there's going to be a grad share at the end of this episode where they'll be talking about not only their experience during the program and their big aha moments, but what it is that they're doing now to create the business that they love, as well as the impact that they are making in this world today as a graduate of the Holistic Nutrition Weight Loss Coaching Certification. So listen right till the end. And now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Laura Jackson. And I'm Amanda Quinn. And on today's episode, we're talking about why your nutrition program is not working. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So or if, we should say, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> so if you're a coach and you're wondering why your nutrition programs and plans and recommendations you're giving to your clients are not working for them, then you want to be listening to this because I see this so often. I think it's after being a coach for such a long period of time, but also after certifying so many coaches and working with different, you know, health and wellness professionals, Mm -hmm. it's, we get so caught on the how, right? Like we get so caught on just like, this is what your client needs to do that we don't really understand what actually makes someone successful at doing a program right? Mm -hmm. Like we kind of just keep thinking about like all the things we want to tell them and all the education we have and all the like, oh my God, you got to do all these things. And it's amazing. And it's overwhelming for most people. Cause we're just, we try to like, it's like, we want to over deliver. We want to like take all this knowledge that we've learned over the past, like year, two years, 10 years, however long you've been in it. And you want to just be like, blah to your client. And they're just like, Whoa, slow down. That's too much information. I don't even know where to begin. And they're just probably feeling overwhelmed. And it's just, it's not making sense for them the same way it's making sense for you because you have a different education skill set. Well, and also we have to remember that we, there is a human element to every type of programming, right? Like there is not, if we all just were like these scientific beings that were like, okay, I just need to eat this portion of macros of proteins, carbs, and fats. And I would be at my goal weight where like everyone one would be healthy and at their goals, right? Mm-hmm. We are human beings. We're emotional beings. We're energetic beings, which is why our certification is not just, you know, a nutrition certification at Fitness Academy. It's the holistic nutrition uh, weight loss coach certification, because we talk about all of that stuff, right? Like the mindset and the lifestyle and the food and the science and the coaching and all of the things. And the emotional because, and the mindset. Yeah. Cause it. they all play into how a human being makes it, makes a transformation and how mm-hmm. a human being actually is set up to succeed. Like we talk a lot about the brain too, right? And we're going to be talking about the brain a bit during this today, but what I really want to encourage anyone listening is, you know, just while we're going through this stuff, start to think where in your programming, or if you're new to coaching and you're developing programs, how you could fit this into your programming. Cause we're going to kind of look at them as, you know, where the fails are and then how mm-hmm. to do the fix to make it better. <laughs> so the first fail 
And the reason why your nutrition program is not working is that you are not including your client in the actual nutrition plan. Oh my gosh. So common. It's just literally like handing over so many times you see coaches and I've even been on the end of that where I've had coaching, I've hired coaches and they've just handed me a plan and I'm just like, yo, this doesn't make any sense for me. This is not, this is not customized for me. This won't work. I can't do this. And it's just, it doesn't work. It will never work. You can't, it's like, you can't force the round peg into the square hole. It just won't work. Well, ever. and the thing that I think is that, you know, so many coaches create, and I used to do this, so I can understand it. Like we create the plans that we would want to follow, mm-hmm. or we create a plan that is based on all of our education, right? Like I was saying mm-hmm. earlier, like it's all the science and we want to give them everything at once. Yeah. But we also, we don't create it on what the client actually needs to be successful? Like what do they need to focus on? So let me give you an example. Like, let's say you have a client who is, you know, wanting to lose 25 pounds. They currently are eating, you know, takeout like McDonald's for two meals a day. And then like a bagel for one other one, they drink coffee with cream and sugar, all of this stuff, right? Like their nutrition really needs to be revamped. Mm-hmm. So let's say you're going to go in there and you're going to revamp it. So you, if you're doing it in the coach way that we're taught, you're probably going to pretty much go chicken, brown rice, broccoli. You're going to take out all the processed foods. You're going to tell them to drink eight, you know, three liters of water a day and go from night to day. And for a client, first of all, if they're eating McDonald's three times a day and you're wanting them to go to real whole foods, that alone would be such a stretch for the majority of people. So really to get your client successful, you only actually need to make one small shift to their nutrition program to start. And then exactly. And they're going to see massive results. They're going to see massive results do, and be excited. <laughs> yeah. What we do is we overwhelm them. But if we even just said, okay, wait a second, can we cut out, let's say your coffee and start, you know, drinking, whether it be one of those coffees and adding in three waters, let's say, or if we could even just get you shifting one of those meals to this, that actually would have such a huge impact because again, the calories are going to change. The quality of the food's going to change. The energy level is going to change that that would move them to success. But we don't think about what the client actually needs to be successful. We think about what we want them to do to be successful. Mm-hmm. And I think, no, it totally does. And I think that one of the things that we do as coaches oftentimes too, where we fail our clients is that we think about just the big end results and we don't think about all of the milestones. A client, especially if they're just starting out on this journey, they need to have small wins in the beginning. So even if it is just removing one of those meals and changing it to something different, like a different um, whole food meal and still keeping them, like still giving them the option to have flexibility, they're going to start feeling successful because they're like, well, I did that for like two weeks or I did that for four weeks and I've done that and I've committed and I've shown up and I feel really good and I can see changes. And now they're open to the next step. If you try to do everything at once, what happens is you're going to get the door slammed immediately because people are going to be like too much, too hard, way too many changes. I can't do this nine times out of 10. That's what's going to end up happening. And then your client is just going to be like, I, I tried, I failed. I suck. Yeah. I'm never doing this again. They'll, and, but they'll be gung ho. This is, this is the problem though. I think too, for a lot of coaches is that we're, they're like, but my client said she's all in. Like she saw the plan. She's so excited. She's ready to rock. She's got her meal plan set up. She's going to the grocery store. And then three days later, they don't do it. 
right? Because your client has the intention of wanting to do it, but it's so much and they don't understand because you haven't um, included them in the conversation. They don't understand that, that they're not really ready to make that change. Yeah. So this is actually a skill set that we teach in our holistic nutrition weight loss coach certification in the art of coaching. We talk about, we call it relational coaching. So it's the idea of bringing the client into the conversation and the way that you do it is by using different tools. So we teach one, which is a habits-based coaching scale. So we get our cl- you, you get your client to answer different questions and rate it on a number scale to start to really, so you can uncover where they're actually at in terms of making a change. Because people will say one thing, but when you start to use certain coaching tools, you'll see, oh, wait, and they'll start to realize, ah, maybe I'm not that ready to go from McDonald's to chicken, brown rice, and broccoli, right? Yeah. And then the other thing too is that, we teach how to ask great questions. And this is a skill that I wish I was taught in coaching from the beginning, because again, most coaches are taught how to deliver information, not to receive information. Right. Say that again, people, (laughs) we are taught to deliver information, not to receive information. So when your client gives you feedback, we're kind of like a computer, like what? Like, I don't know what to do with that. I I gave you the program. Like I was just working on my, my autopilot, you know, like, I don't know what to do now with this curveball. So when you get, when you learn how to ask the right coaching questions from the beginning, you get the right data in from them, and then you go and create the plan. Mm -hmm. So they're involved in it from day one, they're buying into it and they're part of coming up with their own solutions, which then makes it so much more doable for them instead of just printing off a plan and, and giving it to them. I can't stress this enough, guys. It is like the number one mistake I see with client, with coaches when it comes to their nutrition programming and their coaching. Mm-hmm. Even if their plans are great, then they don't know how to coach on them. Or if their coaching is great, they don't know how to develop the plan in a way that's doable. And I mean, it's all about including the client in the process. And listening. And I think the thing that you said about feedback and like really like understanding the feedback, asking the questions from the beginning, but actually listening to your clients, mm-hmm. you know, and I've used this example before um, on a previous podcast, but I'm going to just share this. And it's like, when I had my daughter and I was postpartum, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to hire a coach to just develop a meal plan, a workout plan. I don't want to think about it. I just want to do, I just want to execute. I am somebody who will execute on a plan if it's given to me, but we had a conversation in the beginning. And I said, here's the things that I like to eat. Here are the things that I don't like to eat. Here's sort of like what I'm doing now. How do we tweak this to make it work for myself? And the plan that came back to me included nothing really of the things that I like to eat, included things that I didn't eat because I have different restrictions that I have in my own dietary, my own diet. And when I went back and I said, Hey, this isn't going to work for me. This is what I'm, you know, was it what I need to change? There was a lot of meat in it. I don't need a lot of meat, et cetera. Um, I was just told, sorry, that's the plan you have to follow. So there was no listening. There was no acknowledgement. There was no like actual, like human element, like what we talked about earlier. Like, it's just like, it literally just felt like I was just handed this like cookie cutter plan that yes, it would have worked. It would have worked for anybody if they followed this plan, but it wasn't something that would work for me for long-term success. I could do it for a week. I could do it for a month, but I couldn't do it long-term. So what's the point, right? Well, and yeah, and, and 
I'm lucky that I was able to just be like, okay, I have education. I have the the confidence in myself that I know that I can just tweak this and make it work for me. But a lot of clients that are coming to you, they're coming to you because they're at this starting point. They don't have the same education as you. They don't have the same skill set as you. They don't have the confidence in themselves that they can do these things. And so you're putting them in a place where they're going to feel like, oh my gosh, like I'm such a failure and I can't do this. Right. So we need to set them up for success. Well, and you have to like listening is so important and you also have to, and I talked about this on the last podcast. It's the idea of like holding that belief in your client, right? Like you have to believe that they can do this, this program. And you have to sometimes say the things that are a little bit more like not challenging, but like sometimes, because what they're going to do is they're going to come to you and say, no, Laura, like I can, I can drop all the McDonald's and go to real whole food all day long because they truly believe that they can't. Yeah. But because you've, you've used the, the questions we've given and you understand how to use the habits-based coaching scale and the intake forms and all of the stuff that when you're doing a weight loss uh, or a nutrition program, like you have information that they might not see yet. So you have mm-hmm. to also be able to hold that strength as the coach to say, Hey, I know like we're going to get there, but right now let's get some small wins in. And, you know, this is where I want to focus on starting. I want to focus on working on one habit on one thing, and then we're going to move week to week and we're going to progress. So that way too, you're including them in the plan. You're holding your coaching role. So they're not just saying, no, I don't do this. and I don't do that. And blah, blah, blah. Like you still want to share your expertise, but you've got to do it in a way that you are also making sure that it works for them to be successful. Like it's actually what they need to be successful. So fail number two, why your nutrition program is not working is that you aren't anticipating roadblocks. (laughs) So I see this again so much. And I didn't realize this even when I first started coaching, whether it be other people or even coaching my own nutrition, we spend so much time focusing on what we need to do that we don't take enough time to focus on where we could go kind of wrong in the future, where we could get off course in the future. Right. So it's kind of like, here's the plan. This is what I need you to do. Go and follow the plan. And then life happens and someone gets sick or work events or travel or all these things. And then you're Mm -hmm. not setting your client up for success in advance for that, that then they feel like everything's over because it didn't work. Right. So we have to, yeah, yeah, we have to anticipate the roadblocks. We have to anticipate them wanting to quit. We have to anticipate it being hard and sucky and they don't want to do it anymore. Like as a coach, you have to learn how to anticipate this from the beginning because what ends up happening when it does happen, then you have a plan of attack and then you're showing up as your best self to hold that, like hold that belief for them and be able to help them navigate through it instead of feeling like, oh my God, they're not doing the plan. What's going on? This is terrible. They're going to fire me and I suck. And then you're making decisions based on an emotional state. So if you get to a place and your client gets to a place where they are not following the plan. And now they're feeling like they're a failure and you're feeling like a failure as a coach, you're both going to be in this like emotional state. So then it's just going to be like an emotional response to it. As opposed to if you anticipate it in advance, if you're like, okay, you know, maybe even if you just write down some things like, okay, if my client does not follow the meal plan for a week, like what is going to be my response and how are we going to get them back on track? What if they have a work event? Like what is going to be the plan of attack if they're going to a Christmas party, whatever it is. It's just like giving, like having sort of tools laid out ahead of time so that you're anticipating it. So when it does happen, it's just like, cool. We get that there's like a birthday coming up. 
here's what we, you know, our plan to keep you on track, but also still allow you to enjoy that party and do fun things. Like I'm not putting you in a position where you can't, right? So that they also don't feel like a failure or feel like this stressed out about like doing certain things. They can just still kind of live their life and you're giving them ways to be able to do that. You're giving them the tools necessary to have a long-term approach to their own health. Well, and I love the way you said we, because it goes back to point number one, include them in this conversation. So ask them, okay, what are, so this is what we're doing for our plan. This is what we're focusing on. Now let's talk about obstacles and have that conversation. Say like, what are the times that you would have obstacles in following this nutrition program? Mm-hmm. and then have them answer that question. So again, you're not telling them, you might have an obstacle when you go on a vacation, right? Have them say, oh, when I'm at a work event, you know, Susie always brings in all these treats from this great bakery and it's something I don't want to eat, but I always end up blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's talk about how we could handle that. And again, include them in that. So they're, they're, they're also taking ownership. And that's the other thing that's really interesting. The more questions you ask and the more you include your client, they're also taking ownership of their role in the coaching relationship because mm-hmm. they have to show up, right? They have to do the actions. You are showing them their blind spots. You're showing them, you know, giving them, navigating them. You're giving them the skills, the tools, but they have to actually do it. So the more they are part of that conversation, the more they'll actually do it. And what's interesting too, is when you plan in advance for obstacles, we use a different part of our brain. Just like when we plan in advance for what we're going to eat or for our workouts, we use the part of our brain. It's called the prefrontal cortex. I've talked about it before on, on the uh, podcast, but basically it's our decision-making part of the brain. It's -hmm. a part that can delay gratification to get to the goal that we want. So when we're, when we're actually creating our, you know, roadblock plan of attack or talking about obstacles and making decisions in advance, when you're in the moment of the actual work event or the obstacle, it's so less stressful because your brain is like, wait a second, we have a plan for this. So you're not going into reactive mode. You're not mm-hmm. going to primitive brain, which is to seek pleasure, avoid pain, put in the least amount of effort as possible, which I can guarantee you, you'll be eating all of Susie's treats. That's Susie. <laughs> Susie. So it's like, it's so fascinating because this is not just rooted in like, oh, let's have a plan. So you've got, ha- this is literally maximizing your brain to work in conjunction with the plan. Mm-hmm. Right. And you will see it in your clients because like, I've had clients who are like, oh my gosh, I literally was on vacation. And it's like, I could hear your voice of like, okay, this is what the plan is for, you know, yesterday I was off the rails. Okay. This is what I'm going to do today. So I'm not going into, you know, freak out mode because the plan was already decided. So then you just have to follow it. Like it, it takes out so much of that angst, which is why a lot of clients aren't successful because they're living in the moment. They're making decisions in the moment. And we never make good decisions in the moment because we're not using the best part of our brain or after 11 PM. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Fail number three, why your nutrition program is not working is you don't have a process you take them through. So your nutrition program might be a grocery list. (laughs) It might be pick from these foods. It might be, you know, a seven day detox. It might be whatever, but you don't have an actual process that you are taking your clients through that transformation and not just for their nutrition, but also for their habits, for their sleep, for their mindset. Um, 
how to wrap it up, how to then move them to the next stage. Like this is actually has to be a systematic approach. And that's why most nutrition programs aren't successful. Cause it's just like, okay, you want to lose weight? Here you go. You want to change your nutrition? Here you go. There's not an actual way of like, okay, this is your goal. Now let's reverse engineer and start at the beginning as to how to get you there. For sure. And I think it's looking at not only like once you reach the goal, but then it's like the aftermath, like, you know, not the after, I don't know the right word for it, but like after the aftercare, not aftermath, aftercare, yeah. and like how you create this as a lifestyle. Like if you're not creating something that is going to have the answers for them, that is like, they can see the path and they can see like exactly like what they're going to do step-by-step step and how they're going to reach that goal. If people can't have that clarity, then how are they going to even put any belief into the program? How are they going to actually show up if they can't actually see it? And if you don't even have the path laid out. So if together you are like, okay, here's your plan. Here's your workout plan. Like, or here's your meal plan. Good luck kind of thing. There is no, there's no reason to show up for it. There's no compliance. There's no like giving the client the clarity to be able to see like, oh yeah, by doing this step, it does feed into the next one and it does feed into the next one. And then even once I reach my goal, this is how I'm going to maintain this kind of lifestyle. Like you have to think about all of those steps or else you're literally just kind of doing the, like, here's a meal plan. Good luck. And we don't want to be those kinds of coaches period. Well, totally. And it's, it's funny because, you know, you and I've talked a lot about this of like, I'm such a huge believer and you've got to look at the emotional shift that is going on, not just the, not just the actual habit shift. And, mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of coaches who are amazing, amazing coaches, but they're missing the process. They don't understand how to do like when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to weight loss, when it comes to transformational, and we, and we talked about this in last week's podcast, but it's that emotional side to it, which is why so many so many people end up losing weight because they're during a, a program or they're working with you and then they leave the program and they haven't shifted their beliefs about themselves. They haven't shifted their mindset or their relationship with food and their body. And what ends up happening is then as soon as you're gone or they're off the plan, they go right back to old habits because 100. emotionally they haven't yeah. caught up with this new version of themselves. Like I remember when I used to like, now I'm like, I'm a fit person. Like I work out five days a week. I eat complete and three. It's just what I do. It's who I am. Right. Like it's, if somebody asked me, Oh, would you eat McDonald's three times a day? I, like hundred percent. No, like it wouldn't even cross my mind. Right. Cause right. I, I align, I relate. I am someone who thinks, feels and acts like this. Right. Which is why I have the results I have in my life. But then, you know, what happens is when if someone hasn't shifted their thoughts and their feelings around their bodies, they just shift their actions. Then when those, when you're gone, they go back to those old thoughts and feelings, which then created their old actions. So we have to make sure that we're helping them also do that emotional shift, which is why in our certifications, we talk a lot about the future self. We talk about how to step into that future version. Like who does your client want to be? How are they going to start acting like that now? How, like, what do they want to show up? Like, how do they want to see themselves? So it's really about that whole thing of like, yes, there's the method and then there's the mindset it's 50, 50, but there has to be a process to this method and mindset. It can't just be like all over the place. We're just talking about mindset one week. And then we're talking about, you know, 
healthy fats one week and then water the next week. It has to be, it has to be systematic. It has to be systematic. So our fix for this fail is either you've got to take the time and figure out your path, your process, your program. You've got to figure out what works to take your client from A to Z physically and emotionally. Mm -hmm. Or you can hack it, (laughs) which is one of the reasons why when we were, um, in 2021, we revamped our holistic nutrition weight loss coach certification to include our certified business portal, which has done for you programs in it. And the reason being is that we had all of our coaches, you know, coming through the the certification and they had such an amazing skill set. But then they were getting stuck on, you know, what should I do on this day of the week? How should I do my accountability calls? How should I, you know, put like, I've got the the method. Yeah. But how do I put this all together in a system that works? So, which is why when you take the certification, you also get access after you graduate to those done for you materials. So you, you've got the knowledge and the skill set of coaching, and then you just have to execute on the plan. And then of course, personalize it because you're going to know how to coach and include your client in the conversation to that client. So it's amazing. And honestly, I, the results that we've seen from our students is incredible in their own businesses, in their, their own bodies, their families, everything like the weight loss and the transformation, the nutrition, it's, it's amazing. So, um, those are three things, what to do when your nutrition program's failing. Perfect. And of course, um, we have our upcoming health coach week happening. Actually, right no, now. it just happens. No, it just oh, happened. Oh. oh my gosh. But the great, the exciting news <laughs> is it is, ha- it just happened leading up to our open enrollment. So we are starting our holistic nutrition weight loss coach certification on February 7th. So this is your last week. If you want to enroll in this group, and then we're closing enrollment um, up until later this year. So the time is now. Go to fitchacademy.com forward slash holistic, and you can check out all about the certification. You also can DM us with any questions or reach out to us at info at fitchicks.ca. We've been, I know a lot of people are really excited to get started, and we dive into all this stuff in the program and teach you guys how to actually make it come to life. Okay, guys, have an amazing day and go fix your nutrition programs. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Hey guys, my name is Nicole Plaza. I am the owner of Life Lounge Mind and Body Wellness for Expecting Parents. Now my partner and I are super pumped to be launching our Pregnancy Wellness Academy and all you need is an iPhone, laptop, or computer where we are going to meet you at your week of pregnancy with certified practitioners that give you absolutely everything you need to know to ensure a safe, well-informed pregnancy throughout all four trimesters. So what it looks like is you get weekly education, videos, downloadable PDFs for each stage of pregnancy. And these practitioners go anywhere from fitness, nutrition, chiro, registered massage therapy, pelvic health, naturopath, fashion, and skincare. You can really visualize it as a pregnancy wellness center brought to you virtually in the comfort of your own home. Now you can cancel at any time. And what's super cool is you have the option to take part in month to month nutrition guides that really focus on foods to keep you strong and healthy during pregnancy and postpartum. Here at the PWA, we were all 
about the iron, fiber, and protein you'll get to see. So we want to make sure it keeps things going and flowing. Now, there can be so much conflicting information about pregnancy. I really felt overwhelmed and got me thinking other people must be too. So we wanted to make sure we could provide that one-stop shop that took the search out of Google so you can have an informed pregnancy, birth, and recovery. And what else is cool is we include a ton of partner support and information because they too can partake in the nutritional plans as it takes two to tango in the baby making world. So you're also probably wondering how long did it take for me to make back my tuition? Not even kidding you guys, literally like two months after graduating. And Another burning question that I had also is how quickly did I sign my first client? How did they find me? You know what? I documented my entire journey on Instagram while I was taking the Fit Chicks Nutrition Program. So if I was in the module of learning about probiotics and um, gut health, I would talk about it on there. And hey guys, this is what I'm learning. And naturally you will see too, you get emoji likes, questions, comments. And I really engaged with that audience and I took down who had those conversations with me. So when I was done... I reached out to them and said, hey, I'm done my program. If you're you know, looking for nutritional coaching, this is what I can offer. And they already kind of had that rapport with me. So that's something I would recommend that really worked. Now, this is a good segue into how did my business evolve? Well, I got quite busy, which is a good thing. And you'll see that too with the one-on-ones that it allowed me to grow to be so confident in pursuing my dreams and bringing me to where I am now in launching this Pregnancy Wellness Academy. So fast forward to today, I am a couple weeks away from launching the first ever PWA that can reach mamas and papas worldwide. And people truly are my passion. And this program with Fit Chicks has given me the courage to shoot for the stars. So don't think it, go ahead and do it. Now, three things that blew my mind during the program and after graduation. Number one, your poop can tell a story of your health. (laughs) You know the saying, a picture is worth a thousand words. Your poop health is worth a thousand words. So number two, get down and dirty old school by dropping off flyers and pamphlets about your business. And what I mean by this is just be simple. Get into your neighborhood, drop those pamphlets off on windshields of cars, local businesses, you name it. You don't need to overcomplicate it. I really truly did and learn from my learnings. Don't reinvent the wheel. Don't overthink what you bring to the table, which leads me to number three is you bring everything to the table. People will buy into your authentic self. So just drop the fear and go for it. You can always tweak along the way. I was so worried of being both perfect and everything, but truth be told, nothing has to be perfect to get off the ground and running and just start your biz. So one big piece of advice, in my opinion, I'll leave you with um, is If this is your passion, think of how you want your business to look in five years from now. And it can be, it doesn't have to be something you think is far-fetched at all, anything. Really see it, visualize it, manifest it, and put it out there. So every time you feel that imposter syndrome, because we all get it, I do and I did, you go back to envisioning what you saw in your manifestation, that end in mind. That is what's going to bring you back to why you you started. So you got this. Go and connect with people, be relatable. People are all about the realness and truly taste the success. You guys can find me on my Instagram at the Life Lounge with Nicole Plaza. Thank you so much for listening and you're going to kick butt in your biz. 
Thank you so much for listening today. We will see you again next week. And again, of course, please visit fitchicksacademy.com for more details on our upcoming February 7th Holistic Nutrition Weight Loss Coaching Certification. We look forward to welcoming you to the Academy. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.